0: You're listening to Conversations About Power. I'm your host, Lynn Coleman, and the creator of The Magnificana Method, which helps you find the words you need to express what you were born to do. In this podcast, we explore power and powerful self-expression. We all have stories to tell about power. So get ready to be inspired. Hi, and on today's conversation about power, I'm talking to me. Lynn Coleman. I thought I'd have a look back at what I've learned from the process of podcasting until now and you know some insights that I've gained and just share all of these things with you because the process of creating a podcast is pretty darn fascinating. So here we go. So I haven't got the same questions as I do normally because, hey, I know the questions, but I came up with some other questions that I thought I could be interesting to ask myself about. So here we go. Question number one, Lynn, what were you expecting when you started the podcast? Well, Lynn. I didn't actually have that many expectations. I knew I wanted to talk about power, and I hoped that the idea would grow. So basically, what I just decided to do was jump in and get on with it and see what happened. That doesn't sound very strategic. And in a lot of ways, it probably isn't. But my intuition was telling me to do it. And I've learned that when your intuition is really that strong about something, that it makes a lot of sense to listen, because a lot of the time you'll find out why it was that you needed to do it later on. And I've noticed that I am starting to get more and more ideas and insights as I go, you know, and... Really, this is episode number 14. That's it. And I've been on an amazing learning curve already. So what's gone well? Mm, Well, lots of things have gone well. Not least an amazing willingness from my guests to explore the subject of power with me. When I came up with this idea, lying in a hairdresser's massage chair, you know, when I when I got out of the chair, I remember thinking, yeah, but is anybody actually going to want to talk to me about this? What happens if everybody finds the idea so scary that nobody wants to discuss it? Yeah, and there have been a couple of people who haven't wanted to be a guest for some reason. And, you know, I respect that. But on the whole, most people have been really willing to explore and they've been really open Thinking back to the episode with Ellen, absolutely incredible, you know, so what she was willing to share and talk about, that was really, really incredible, you know, because she was talking about how she was, she was concerned about the word power. Before She came onto to the episode. So that's the episode with Ellen Leonard. And I'm just checking on which number that was. So that's episode number nine, talking about why power is such a heavy word. You know, so there's been people sharing all kinds of things with me and all of, sort of, you know, doubts and wonderings and all kinds of things. And that's been amazing, as well as a lot of the insights that have been shared. Which has made me realize that the fact that I instinctively wanted to do this as a conversation was a good idea because I could not have come up with these ideas all by myself. I really couldn't. Everybody has their own way of looking at the world based on all of the things that they know and all of the things that they do. You know, this is the sort of stuff I talk about all the time as a copywriter and as a copy coach. We all have our own life path. We have our own experience. You know, our gifts and all of these things that are individual to us. And that's what makes amazing copy. And that's also what also what makes for unique insights. So I think every episode so far has taught me something about power. It's been incredible. So that's been a beautiful thing. Another thing which you may think is a bit weird, um, but I'm going to share it anyway. I used to work in IT. I know it's a dirty secret, but there you go. So I really like the techie side of it. I love setting up processes and, you know, coming up with an idea for a process and setting it up and making it smoother. And so it runs really nicely. I get a real kick out of that. And the back-end process of this podcast, oh, It's really cool. And we're improving it. Every time we have an episode, we realize we've forgotten something. We should tweak it here. We should maybe add something in like this. It's great. So when I say we, I'm working with my VA, Christine, who's supporting the process. You know, I could have done all of this by myself, but to be honest, I probably would have felt overwhelmed and very irritable. So it's good that we're sharing the load. I think it takes me about two hours of my time for each episode if I'm allowing for making contact with people, you know sending out emails, answering questions, uh thinking of titles, things like that. And Christine's probably spending about two hours as well on each episode because she's doing the the audio and creating the social media posts and things like that. So there's quite a lot of time that goes into this. And I'm not even including the time that the guests are putting into it because that's something I've been incredibly, um, incredibly sort of like positively surprised by how much preparation guests have been doing when they come on the show. That may be the advantage of talking about something that people no always feel very comfortable with, but there's a lot of preparation that's gone on behind the scenes as well. So, you know, that's the amount of time that goes into it. Another thing that's really great is how willing people are to share their episodes with their audience. You know, one of the benefits of having this this whole back end process set up is that I can tell people when their episode is going to be is going to be going live. And I can make sure that I've got materials ready for them a week before. And, you know, so I'm making things as easy as possible for them to share the episode as well. Because in the past, when I've done podcast guesting, it hasn't always gone as smoothly as that. And I do like to make things smooth, if possible. Right. So what changes have I made to the podcast so far or am I making? You know, when I started this, I didn't realize quite how often I would be tweaking and changing things to begin with. There's nothing wrong with that, but I just hadn't foreseen it. So there's been quite a lot of tweaks to this whole back end process we redesigned it several times so the so the scheduling works as well as possible. And so we can see what's going on and who needs what and all of that. That's been quite a change. Also changed how I was sharing the podcast because I had no idea when I started this where I should actually be you know, sharing it, should I be sending people to Buzzsprout, which is the host, should I be sending people to Spotify or Apple or or my website or, you know, so I'm getting my head around all of that as well. And if you're thinking of creating a podcast, shout out for the podcast Collaborative, which is a fantastic group of people who get together, all make podcasts and I've also just done a training course with them Perfect timing, giving me lots of ideas, and I was updating as I went. Fantastic. So if you want any information about that, let me know, and I'll tell you about it. So, yeah, so I updated the website, put embedded player, which took a bit of fiddling around, and we're working on also putting out a blog every time when an episode uh, goes live. I'm starting to think what else I could be doing with these conversations. I mean, I'm only on episode 14 and I'm already starting to think, oh, I could do this or oh, I could do that. And and that's great. I, I really love that. You know, it's something that can grow and can develop. And apart from the fact I really love doing this, I love the conversations. I love the intimacy of podcasting and you know, I'm just starting to think, oh, there is so much I can do with this medium. It feels really right. So yeah, so that's some of the things I'm working on, uh, including I'm playing around with an AI bot so you can find information more easily about the podcast. I told you like tools. Give me a nice little tool. I'm always really happy. You should see At home, my collection of physical tools as well. It's ridiculous how happy I get about a new screwdriver or something. Anyway, right. So what have I noticed during these conversations? Well, apart from the fact that I really, really, really love doing this, something that is really great is that the conversation doesn't stop at the episode it doesn't stop you know it's not between the start of the episode and the end of the episode the conversations keep going so for example daria havala in episode five had a great conversation on her socials about power so that's even better that's the ripple effect in pros you know in progress which is really what i wanted to happen so that was very very exciting when i saw that happening and you know, who knows what conversations are going on inside people's heads and they're not sharing outside their heads. They're just questioning, wondering. That's, And I think that is one of the amazing things about podcasting because it feels so intimate. You know, when do you listen to a podcast? You listen to a podcast maybe when you're driving or when you're cooking or you're doing something by yourself, basically, a lot of the time, aren't you? So, When you're listening to a podcast, it's like that person is in the room. It's not really a conversation as such. I mean, I can't hear you if you're going to give me an answer, but it feels very much like a conversation. That's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So what else have I noticed about these conversations is that there's one particular golden question I ask which really gets people thinking if you could see people on YouTube you would sometimes see their expressions with with a sort of help what now expression but and I'm laughing because what comes after that expression is something profound it's always something profound so amongst other things I've learned the power of an unexpected question right so if you Listen to episode, my very first episode, I explained a bit why I'm doing this. And I told you a story about Magnificana. Go back to listen to episode one if you want to hear the Magnificana story. But basically, Magnificana stands for a, now for me, Magnificana is the name that I have attached to a really, really powerful woman. And power in a way that is you know you're standing there you're taking your space you're not being pushed around and you're doing the right thing so I have this image in my head this vision in my head of so many women who can embrace this power and do good in the world as a result that's really why I'm doing this. You know, and and we can see what's happening in the world around us. There are all kinds of things happening with power which aren't positive. Let's face it. I'm recording this uh, a day or two after um, Navalny was 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 uh, well, he's not even, he wasn't even found, was he? But we you know declared dead. And we're also in the middle of the situation going on in in Israel and Gaza and Ukraine. And there's so many things going on where we're seeing what happens with power if people don't use it wisely. And I think a lot of us shy away from power because we think it can only be in that form. It can only be in a way that's power Over other people, it can only be in a way where you're if you have power, then you have to be pushing people around. And I don't believe that, I really don't believe that. And I think if more of us who didn't want to push people around felt more powerful, people who did want to push us around would have less to say. How this relates to writing, because you know, hey, I'm a copywriter, I'm a copy coach, I'm a book writing coach. So what has power got to do with writing? Now, I've been thinking about this for a long time, and I've been helping especially women write for a long time. And I've noticed there's a sort of holding back that goes on a lot of the time. And that's to do with, you know, not wanting to offend people, but also being afraid of reactions of uh, just of just having spent most of your life adapting to others and not being the one who stands up and says, hey, this is me, and this is what I stand for, and this is what I can do for you. That's a process, and it's a process for a lot of women, especially big-hearted people who just want to help other people. So I think part of writing An essential part of writing is being prepared to step into your power and to show it. You know, they say the pen is mightier than the sword. But you sometimes need to be able to use a pen like a sword, you know. It's not enough to be just to do what it is that you do. You also have to stand up for it. And I also want to show you. Uh, if you're, you know, as a listener, what it might be like to be working with me, you'll get an idea about the kinds of conversations I have with my clients, how I treat people, you know, and, and you'll get your own impression about that, you might think, yes, this is great, you might not, and that's perfectly fine, that is, you know, and you're still welcome to listen, by the way, you know, you do you, but this is a way of showing who I am and what I believe in. And part of what I really deeply believe in is that we all have our individual life paths and we have learned so many things along the way. And that's what makes us unique. And that is really what we need to be talking about in our marketing and in our copy. So if I can explore these kinds of things in these conversations about power then you get a really good impression of how it is that I treat people. Yes, it's a challenge to work with me. You're not going to get me saying, yes, 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 that's wonderful. If I I think you're not going deep enough or if I think there's something else that we could get out of it. But you'll also get a lot of encouragement and, and I'll really see what it is that makes you unique. And I hope that you're experiencing that when you're listening to the conversations. So what have I learned about power? Well, one thing is the word power can be an enormous trigger. We saw that in the episode with uh, Ellen Leonard discussing that. And some people don't accept my invitation and I don't hear back from them. So I can only assume that they've been triggered by the subject, by the word power. And that's an interesting fact. So if you're listening and you find this a really tricky word, then have a think about why that is. What is it about the word that is already a trigger for you? Because if we're being triggered by a word, how can we get to a point where we feel something? We're not going to get there, are we? If we're always if we're triggers and hold back, we're never going to get to that feeling. So it's an invitation to think about how you feel about the word power and think about the implications of avoiding the word power power and they will be there will be a multitude of things that that you maybe do avoid because of the word word power you know and give it give it some thought the other thing I've learned is that there are so many different definitions of power and ultimately the only definition that's important is your own definition if you feel good about it if you feel completely confident about your definition of power, you know, you're okay. If your definition of power makes you feel scared and apprehensive, shying away from things, then there's some work to be done. And for me, power is a combination of inner power and outer power. It's the combination of feeling able to dream of something without Censoring yourself, without holding yourself back, without second guessing yourself and then going out there and getting that thing done without trampling over people, you know, but doing that thing that you want to do. Power doesn't need to be about getting and keeping power over others and exploiting people and all of that bad stuff because we can use power to help and empower others as inge verdastong said in her episode episode number 4 when she was talking about politics and she said power is a responsibility i love that definition now we're talking about outer power so the power that you have to make change in real life that's a responsibility it's not something to be you know to be playing around with and not thinking about seriously And I think ultimately what I've learned is I could almost certainly spend the rest of my life finding out more about power. And I am never going to get bored of this. It's it's such a fascinating subject. So I'm going to geek out about this for quite a while to come. Now, I thought I'd also talk a little bit about what I'm expecting for the future as well because apparently most podcasts never make it past 20 episodes a lot never make it past 3 apparently so 20 episodes that's my first goal and seeing as we've already got nine, 19 live or scheduled i'm not too worried about that particular goal so and there are so many more conversations that we could be having about power and i'm planning in some new ones as we as we speak so i'm keeping going I've scratched the surface. I think I've just scratched the surface about power. There is so much more to be done. There's so much more to be said and to be explored. So I am keeping going. Here's another question that I've asked myself because as I say, I got a very strong intuitive feeling that I should be doing this and I followed it. I just went with it. But there were moments when I thought, Hang on, Lynn. Is this some kind of a passion project or are you actually going to be able to make any money out of this at some point? Which is a good question and a valid question. This is how I look at it. So I'm loving this process. I'm learning every day. The skills I'm learning from interviewing, from setting this whole process up, from exploring subject, you know, this subject, which is quite a tricky subject, I am learning so much about it, you know, just in terms of skill, let alone what I'm learning about power. So it's absolutely a passion project. But I also have an underlying belief that, you know, there will be some income coming out of it at some point. Can I see exactly how that's going to be happening yet? Nope but I am trusting that it's going to happen and it's going to happen in its own good time. I'm investing in this process. I'm trusting in this process and something great will come out of it. That's basically how I'm looking at it. So other things I've got planned for the future for the podcast. As I say, I've got new guests uh, lining up and I'm setting up a Dream 100 list. If you don't know what a Dream 100 list is, It's basically a list of 100 people that you would maybe like to work with or you would like to interview on your podcast or something like that. It's a great exercise because it stretches your ideas of what you would like to do. So I am setting up my Dream 100 list. Um, There are names on it that I'm thinking, seriously, Lynn? And that's good because I am stretching myself. That's what this is all about. And you never know. If you can connect with somebody, person to person, heart to heart, mind to mind, whatever way you're doing it, if you can connect with somebody, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter who they are. You have that connection and that connection can make things happen. So I'm not going to censor myself. I'm not going to tell myself, Lynn, that person is never going to speak to you. I'm putting their name on the list. And then I can start looking about how I can get them on to interview on the podcast. So, you know, and, and equally, if you know somebody you would love me to interview because you think they've had some really interesting experiences or if they've got a view on this subject of power in some way, I would love that. Please let me know. And, you know, and if you can tell me how, where I can find them, that's even better. And let's see if we can just grow this conversation. You know, this is a pebble I'm dropping in the water. Let's grow this conversation. Let's grow this experience of feeling powerful. So more of us feel empowered and feel more able to help more people. And let's finish with this. Because maybe you've been listening to the Conversations About Power and you've been thinking, actually, I'd be quite a good guest on here. Or maybe you're thinking, why hasn't she asked me yet? Don't be shy. Get in touch and let's see. Right, I hope you've enjoyed this review of Conversations About Power, the first 12 episodes. I've got some amazing episodes lined up after this one, we're going to be continuing the conversation about power. And as I said, every single person I speak to teaches me something about it. I'd love to hear from you. Love to hear what you're making of these conversations. If you get a chance, get in touch. And in any case, please keep listening. Please keep believing in yourself. And I'll see you on the next Conversation About that. You've been listening to Conversations About Power with your host, Lynn Coleman, copywriter and copy coach for coaches, trainers, and healers, and creator of the Magnificana Method, which helps you find the words you need to express what you were born to do. You'll find all the contact details in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe for more inspiration. And I'd love to hear from you. Meet me on Facebook or Instagram and let's continue the conversation.